Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of an actor's movies Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank Well, she won't say one second, I gotta get intro what are you saying once you've got a good yeah I am waiting I'm waiting for you to do the good intro yeah I'm just you gotta, you gotta wait it's, it's, I'm, I'm waiting for it now well. come on, come on you, oh it's, it's, it's a good one it's a good one I'm, you know I'm, I'm waiting on bated breath normally I know normally it's shit but like this so, one in particular oh, oh guys guys dear listeners dear listeners everyone get ready Al has a good intro actually that's not Oh no no sorry guys, sorry this no, 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 I got, I got, oh, no, I no, I got a good intro I just need to find something one second okay okay so so one I hyped second. it up the the good intro isn't ready yet but it's in the oven it's baking two twenty it's been in there for fourteen minutes probably oh, no we've already about. begun the show we've already begun the show this is a disaster <laughs> yes yes I hoped I hoped you had the I'd got that I was trying to stitch you up a little bit Alexander catch you off guard and point out that the show has already started and that the Listeners are waiting for your quote. Good intro. I mean, Jamie, do you want to do you want to ask me how I'm doing this week? Do you want to ask me how I'm doing this week? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I am fully. I'm engaged. Okay, enti- no, that, no, that's entirely fine. on no, the it's good. It's okay. I, intro. I got that. Don't worry. Because if you had asked how I'm doing this week, Jamie, of course I'd tell you that I'm very sad because my brother. Oh no, my, you're my sad. My brother's very ill. He's oh, very no. ill. Oh, no, that I know. said, I just is... got recommended to follow him on Instagram. Was that a silly, a, a sympathy follow that they want me to give well, him well, to make him feel better about him being ill? Considering he has um, terminal uh, velocity. Yeah, he's got he's got terminal velocity, he's got, right? He's, he's got terminal velocity. He's hit oh. terminal velocity. As soon as he hits the ground, <laughs> yeah. Pancake, yeah, I was going right? to say. It's really sad. No matter so where you are. I'm home as soon as I can, but I just don't have the money for it. And it's, it's really sad because, like, you know, like, this is my, this is my brother... You know, he's a photo oh, that, of my brother here. Oh, that you is know, a photo of your brother. And he's he's, he's very attractive. He is. He's, Matt, a good, you know, he's, he's, he's on a good, boat there. That's pretty attractive. Yep. He's drinking a beer, but like, you know, in a seductive way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good looking boy. I can't deny Yeah, I mean, not to me, obviously, his brother. But yeah, to you. Cool. That's great. <laughs> but I can't go back to see him and, you know, get there in time for his terminal velocity because I have no money. If only there was some way that I could get back to the UK and raise some money to go see my brother and stop his terminal velocity oh Al anything I can do to help you and your terminal velocity sexy brother please what, what, uh, oh, how much do you oh. need I mean flights are just 500 grand right now in bitcoin 500, 500 grand, grand in bitcoin. wow I'm I'm a big dumb man who does man dumb things and because I'm a man I'm dumb and therefore I don't know how much flights cost and therefore absolutely I'm going to give you 500 grand what's your Venmo who sponsored this podcast to get that name drop <laughs> My Venmo is, uh, of course, at Terminal Velocity Al. All right, so just, just Venmo uh, me I'll, across. I'll get, Can yeah, you Venmo I'll get Bitcoin, that Jamie? Because if not, I've got Bitcoin wallet too. I specifically need it in Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, no, because they also spent, gave us money in order to be featured in this film. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll Venmo you over some Bitcoin. And hopefully as soon as we, obviously you just still have to do the podcast and finish that. But as soon as we finish the podcast, hopefully uh, you absolutely will be taking that $500,000 Bitcoin Venmo flight uh, over to see your brother uh, before he dies due to terminal velocity. Uh, so I'm, I'm, we better get on with the show so that you can uh, get on with saving Thank your you, brother. Jamie. And therefore, I must I'm, say. I'm just going to put a clock on this. One second. Let me just get the clock up just so that it's okay and that I know when, of course, 
Uh, I'm just going to put an hour, just an hour clock on, so of course that I can go see my brother when he reaches terminal velocity in one hour and fifteen. Minutes. <laughs> is, that, is that an it's actual? A really, it's a really fast plane. Okay, you're, but is that an actual thing? Are you actually wanting to finish this in an hour? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm confused where the bits are beginning and ending at the moment. But either way, if I have only got an hour, I better say hello and welcome to Blank Spank Season 2, The Hathaway's Dash Away. I'm Jamie Loxon, with me as always is my co-host, Alan Gillespie. Say hello, Al! Jamie, you're a fool. My brother, there's no such thing as terminal velocity, all right, what? Jamie? It doesn't exist, no. all right? Oh, terminal velocity is, is made up Al. by physicists. It's a oh. fake thing by physicists. Don't worry. You can't reach it, all right? Things just keep going faster forever. Heavier things go faster than lighter things. That's right, Jamie. If I got a bowling ball and a feather and I dropped it from the leaning tarapies at the same time, would they hit the ground at the same time? No. Exactly, because terminal velocity doesn't <laughs> exist, Jamie. All right, I, fuck you, I physicist. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> okay, I'll ignore that, but I don't know how I fell for it, Al, even though you had completely your own accent and not an extremely stupid one. How could I possibly have fallen for it without a stupid accent? Dear listeners, this has all been a ruse on both of our parts. We were perhaps pastiching this week's film, which I guess we're getting into because apparently we only have an hour. I don't know why we only have an hour. <laughs> This was not expressed to me beforehand, but you know, I'm always keen to have an under an hour episode. Uh, so we are talking about 2019's The Hustle, um, the sheer premise of which is that uh, Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway are dueling con artists trying to uh, swindle a uh, poor uh, tech bro startup rich man uh, out of his hard-earned money. Uh, but Alexander, I am not on film context this week. And also, are we going straight into... Did you have anything else to talk about this week? I mean, no, we can no, do it. How are you doing, Jamie? How are you doing? Jamie, no, 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 clock, it, right? There's a clock in your head no, going and I see it's making you stressed. Don't worry about no, no, it. No, Don't worry no, about no, it. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. assess you at the end let's, of this. Let's it's part of the assessment. Back, Don't worry. Let's pull back the curtain just a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. We are doing a two-episode day today. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why you're wanting to hurry up. But also, I know in, I know in next week's episode... Uh, we might have even less to talk about than we do in this week's episode. So, uh, so we'll I'm happy to it go- out for the listeners. We'll give you yes. two hours this week and we'll give you 30 minutes next week. And between <laughs> the two, you'll be able to listen to them on average at normal length. Jamie, I'm you- putting on a clock yep. because today is your assessment day. Okay. All right. Okay, you've been podcasting now for how many years? Five years, 10 years, 18 years since you were born, right? You were podcasting out of the womb. Have you ever been I, assessed as a podcaster? I I refuse to reveal when my first podcast was actually released. Uh, that is a little secret that will stay with me and me only. Uh, but let's say yes. I've never been, uh, I've never been uh, assessed you, as a podcaster. Are you telling me you podcasted before me, Jamie? Are I, you telling I, me... I, 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 I think you might mention this on show once before, and I have forgotten it since. But apparently, there is a rogue podcast done by Jamie somewhere out there on the internet. Still? There is indeed. Uh, I haven't checked recently. Last time I checked, yes. Uh, but, I, I, but what am I talking about? I continue to plead the fifth. I forgot that when you plead the fifth, you have to continue pleading the fifth because if you answer any one question, it makes the rest of the pleading the fifth really incriminating. I want to throw it out there. I think the right to remain silent like needs some work in the States. It's quite, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like a trap. Like, as soon as you answer one question, you have to answer all the questions. That feels kind of bullshit, like some weird, like, you know, made up thing. I don't know. I don't understand American law. Except, Jamie, of course, I I do understand American law. As the two people who are most able to kind of judge the uh, American sweetheartometer, we understand yeah. all of American culture. The yes, good, we, the we, bad, we are tapped and the legal. in. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be so important for this week when uh, we also need to be tapped into Australian culture and British culture um, to uh, appropriately uh, is, review. Yes? There is one specific British culture joke, which I did see it and thought there is an Ameri- there is a British person directing this film because otherwise that joke wouldn't have ended in. I want to see if you, we get to it at the same point. It'd be interesting to see. Jamie, how's uh, your week? I, I, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but uh, my week's... I thought, we were, I thought we were saving the banter for next week, out because we're not going to have much oh, to say All right, fuck you, Jamie. Yeah. I don't yeah, give a d- shit about d- your week. You know what I care about? <laughs> Money and con artisting. Okay, absolutely. Dear listeners, if you want to uh, catch up on our lives, uh, this is our... This is our our bait to to reel you ha. in to listen to next week's uh, episode Jamie, um yeah uh, clearly you haven't watched enough con films but it's called the prestige all right okay uh, what we're doing right now it's the prestige that comes the first the first thing is the prestige right I the prestige yeah yeah we're very bad magicians we're just like this your card i didn't select a card what are you talking about uh so yeah we are talking about the hustle this week this i feel like this first eight minutes has been completely off the rails al can you just yeah, reel I'll me get back, back in on. jamie it's been perfectly on the rails we've been talking about the art of con arting all right con yep. artisting con artistry where does the art come the con anyway con artistry what does con the con artistry. stand for convict uh, oh, that no. that is a good question, Alexander. Con. While while you're telling me a little bit about um, the lovely film uh, The Hustle, I will look yeah. up. So uh, obviously, it's of a course, co- it means confidence. Confidence. Oh, confidence. that makes sense because it's a confidence scheme. That that tracks. Yes. Um, okay. So of course, Jamie, if I were to ask you, you know, look, and well, I should not even ask you if I was to tell you that this movie is uh, to con movies. Uh, what uh, uh, Star is Born is to movies about, um, you know, two musicians hooking up. Uh, do you know why that would be the case? Oh, well, because, of course, the most recent iteration is incredibly critically well-received and lauded and has received many awards, correct? That's uh, what yeah. you must mean, Alexander. Oh, of course, and of course, this also stars Bradley Cooper do- doing this kind of voice. I'm Bradley Cooper, and I worked for a couple couple of years of lowering my voice, and this is what I got, but I didn't win the goddamn Oscar. Now I'm really sad, and I won't make any more movies because I didn't win the Oscar, damn it. Um, and so, what did his, what did what did you mean by uh, by your your lovely little joke? Of course, it's that uh, Star is Born obviously is a remake of a remake of a remake of a remake. Uh, you know, going back to the 1950s, there've been like four versions of a Star is Born. Um, you know, starring Barbara Streisand, starring I think Debbie Rebinals, I'm not quite sure. I think one before that. Uh, this, of course, is based on this, uh, The Hustle, uh, which came out in 2019, uh, is based on, I think it's uh, originally dirty, based on... Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Well, yes. ori- so, going backwards, it's this, then Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, scoundrels. in the 80s with... Um, uh, Michael Caine and Steve Martin and then back again uh, to the 60s uh, I don't remember what the other one is called uh, but it has Marlon Brando in it mm-hmm. uh, which of course a great time originally when this was kind of uh, conceived of being done uh, it was in 2016 and originally had the working title I'm not even sure if the working title just the title Nasty Women uh, which of course yes. is based off of Donald Trump's um kind of putting of two words together as he does yes. so eloquently uh, yes i i i i can understand why they went for that what or why they originally thought to go for that uh, i think it was a good decision to move away from naming your film nasty women um i it, not, i think it, i think in general a just quoting donald trump in your film is probably not great it's pretty yeah. pretty short-term sorry, thinking sorry, as well wait, wait so jamie are you telling me that uh, giving donald trump more attention is part of the problem with donald trump 
Potentially, what? yes. What? That we shouldn't have just given him as much attention as we did early on and that fucked everyone <laughs> over? Oh my god, what the um, shit? It is also worth uh, mentioning, I don't know whether it is true about the original original, um, but well, with Star is Born, I assume, I've not seen any of them, but I assume oh, they're, no. while they're all various different iterations on the same idea of a story, they're all quite different, right? They're all, they're all no. pretty different. St- are, are they not? Not Are they really. all just the same, exact same story? I think they're largely the same story. Okay, well, that is the exact same case here then, uh, because this plot plot point by plot point is the exact same as the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, uh, with just some uh, minor changes on, let's say, the target of the jokes, which we will talk about. Ha, that's right, guys, because when you make a film in the 1980s, of course, you make a film that targets women, all right? You know who's been taken down a peg? Women in the 1980s. You will make a movie in 2019, who do you need to take down? Rich Mark Zuckerberg. But like Mark Zuckerberg light, all right? He's not a billionaire in this. He's meant to be a millionaire, I guess, by the description of yeah. the film. It's a sad time, all right? You know? I will say that that is not what I meant by the target of the jokes, but I, I will explain what I oh, mean okay. as we go Ooh, through this film. I thought Jamie um, was being very defensive over tech millionaires. No, uh, no, 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 not no, at all, okay. not at all. In fact, actually, depending on uh, how you interpret the plot of this film, I would actually say the 1980s film is a lot more progressive in its general <laughs> to plot because of a twist that happens towards the end. So, of course, uh, some other kind of uh, fun facts about this. This film is directed by uh, everyone's favorite person from the thick of it. Uh, that's right. Of course, I'm talking about Malcolm. T- oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not talking about Malcolm Tucker. Oh, no, I'm talking about Chris Addison. All right, yeah. I'm yes, talking Chris about... Addison. The other one from the thick of it and also from, like, Mocker Week and stuff like that. Everything else. Chris Addison is a... was a, It was and still is, to some extent, a general staple of, like, um, British comedy. over Specifically in the kind of 2000s, but also in the kind of 20, early 2010s as well. Think of him a bit as... Um, Oh, God. Uh, Robert Webb. Uh, is it the name of Robert Webb? No, Mitchell and Webb. I'm... Not Mitchell. Not David Mitchell as Robert Webb. Yeah. Yeah, it's Robert uh, Webb. In, yeah. in the same way, like, Robert Webb is sort of just, like, in stuff. Uh, or, like, uh, what's a better way of describing that? Like, Michael... Uh, Michael... Not Jordan Peele, but... Uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, Keegan-Michael Key, who's, like, not the other... Not the, kind of, the more successful of the two, but is in a lot of things. I would say yeah. that Chris Addison is that kind of person, where it's, like, it's yeah. not that he's necessarily you know, doing, you know, headlining tours. Um, I'm sure he has done stand-up tours, but, you know, not necessarily that he's kind of um, Mike... Oh, God, what was the guy called? Michael Myers? No, Michael... Hey, I, everyone hates Al, him. He was Al, the boring comedian. I beg you. He was the boring comedian. <laughs> well, who, who was he? He was he? I, I've not been in the UK the long boring, enough. Oh, the boring Michael, comedian. Mike, he's like, hello, he's got hands. He always looks Chinese. Michael McIntyre. There you go. Al, I beg you, you've made about, tried to make five different comparisons and not known the name of a single person you're trying to compare it to. uh, A simile is a metaphor using like or as, but you have to compare it to something, and I don't have that right now. Yeah, Al, Al, Um, when he was six years old, was writing, uh, the tree is as big as... Sorry, tree, got nothing, lads. The tree is as big as a type of building. Oh, fuck, teacher, what do you call it? Give me a dictionary. All right, who's the comedian who said he looked Chinese but doesn't look Chinese? He's just British. Michael Myers. There you go. Michael no, McIntyre. Michael McIntyre. Okay. Michael go. McIntyre. Um, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway. Uh, who yeah, else is in this anyway, film? Chris Hamilton directed it for the first time. Uh, the movie made, I think, about $93 million uh, yeah, of a $21 million budget. So not bad. Uh, it stars Anne Hathaway, of course, uh, as Josephine Chesterfield. Uh, Rebel Wilson as Penny Rust. 
Outside of that, the uh, cast isn't particularly interesting. There is Hank from Breaking Bad in there. Yes, Dean Norris. Dean Norris, uh, and I uh, think and that's... I, yeah, I didn't. Oh, uh, Rob Delaney, if people know that comedian. He pops yes. up right at the end very, Rob very Delaney, briefly. Rob Delaney, who is America's go-to actor for... We need an American, but we need to shoot in London. Because uh, I think he just <laughs> lives in London. So, like, any time they're like, oh, fuck, we need an American in London. Uh, Rob Delaney's there. Which is great, because I like Rob Delaney. He's uh, he's funny. Uh, and that, uh, of course, Al, is... Well, yeah. Actually, I, I would like to say, I don't think that was in London. We'll discuss it. But right there, there, there is Ooh. there is one set in London at the end of this. I do not think it's in Jamie, London. I haven't been to London. That's why I need to get the money to get to see my Velocity Speed <laughs> of brother. Course, my, of my, course, my terminal of Velocity course. brother. And therefore, we must get into it. So any terminal. final last piece of information other than the fact that this film was absolutely critically panned? Uh, yeah, it was largely critically panned, uh, but it made you know enough of its money back. Uh, that's largely it. Um... Uh, oh, and we mentioned this last week. Obviously, uh, Anne Hathaway uh, got nominated for uh, Worst Actress at the Razzies uh, for Serenity last week. Uh, and she also got nominated for Worst Actress uh, for um, this, uh, as well as uh, Rebel Wilson also getting nominated for uh, Worst Actress in this. Uh, so I forgot to say it did also launch it was like so there's an interesting thing I think in like film distribution where movies are launched as like counter programming to something else right so uh, I'm trying to think of a great example of this but like um, for example launching Deadpool on Valentine's Day I do remember this which and I think Deadpool launched up against Fifty Shades of Grey Mm-hmm. Makes sense because either on Valentine's Day you want to go see a, a big romantic movie in which people you know beat each other uh, sexually you know so sometimes it's fun but it's not fun for at the end or you really don't want to see that so what are you going to see after the movies well the exact opposite of it which is Deadpool of course yeah. uh, so this was launched as counter programming to uh, Avengers Endgame uh, which again makes sense like if you really hate action movies uh, fair enough and you want to see a rom not a rom com. A, a comedy largely aimed more at women than I think Avengers is, then yeah, like as counter programming that probably works. Actually, um, it worked, I think, surprisingly well to the extent that it made you know more than its money back. It did pretty well uh, for a pretty bad It did, bad but film. I mean, it wasn't the second biggest film on its opening weekend, Alexander. Do you know what its second biggest film on its opening weekend was? Avengers Infinity War. It was Detective Pikachu, baby. Yeah. It got beaten out by Detective Pikachu. I Fuck your marketing campaign. Honestly, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. All right, the first hour, no hour, forty minutes of Detective Pikachu. I was like, this might be Oscar worthy, and then it wasn't. All right, it went downhill after the first forty minutes. But for that first forty minutes, guys, Detective Pikachu is great, and that's why my recommendation for this week is Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Fuck all the other Pokemon, Pikachu forever. Uh, okay, and uh, that of course is so. Uh, uh, before we get into the plot, we of course have to connect this uh, film to our erstwhile season one star. Uh, and I want to, I want to just pause at this point uh, to say that uh, my girlfriend thought that I was using the word erstwhile incorrectly the entire time this season until she looked it up this week and learned that I actually have been using it correctly this entire season. So firstly, I want to go to my girlfriend for me being knowing one word better than her. But also, what the fuck? She thought I was completely incorrectly using a word for like nine months Jamie, every Jamie, week on Jamie, this podcast. You, you and she didn't tell me. You don't just get to go... You get to go and take both of her English degrees, Jamie. You beat her. You beat. Have her say one word in French and Spanish, all right? And if she can do that, she has your degrees. But you beat her in English. Well done, all right? Um, have you ever, so- ever done, been in a Shakespeare play? Well done. You win. 
Um, <laughs> um, so yes, we are connecting this to our Earth Dwell Season 1 star, Thomas Jeffrey Hanks, um, by virtue of the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, using people who have starred in films together. Uh, Alexander, I have not done this yet. Uh, so I'm, I'm. have you got one? Because I need to, I need to work my way through. I'm trying to work this out in my head, all right? Okay. Rebel Wilson stars in Jojo Rabbit. Ooh. That's, Jojo that's Rabbit good. stars... Star- uh, Scarlett Johansson. Pun? Scarlett Johansson, of course. Yeah, but I'm not. Um, uh, then oh, you just end up going through Avengers. I, We've said we're not. No, we're no, not no, allowed no, to no, use Marvel. No, 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 we can't do that. No, so I know you can't do that. So you want to go to three billboards guy who is, uh, what should we call him? Oh, oh, we're bad with names today. Uh, oh, oh no, I know. Yes, you can do because he's in uh, Green Mile. Um, oh. What's his name? We're bad. Dear listeners, I'm sorry. I'm sure you are. You are screaming this at us in our heads. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell Rockwell. Rockwell is, of course, in uh, Green Man. That is uh, a very good one. Uh, What can I do? So, of course, Rebel Wilson was in Pitch Perfect with Anna Kendrick. Uh, Anna Kendrick. There's been in lots of movies. Um, Anna Kendrick. Not not Anna Kendrick. Has been in Twilight. Does that help me? She was also in New Moon. And uh, um, Eclipse and Breaking Dawn Part yes, 1. Uh, and yes, I, I, yes, that's Great not going to help me I fucking very love much, uh, dear that's Alexander. Um, Anna Kendrick is in Trolls. Who, that, 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 that feels like sure. it's a useful one. That okay, feels so you useful. Go trolls, you go Trolls to... Oh, oh isn't um, isn't John Cleese one of the, the, the old... The, the, the King Troll or whatever. I have not seen this movie, but I feel like I've seen a poster with John Cleese in it. Um, I want to say John Cleese. Maybe, maybe. I think you might just be making that up. But sure. I feel. I feel like I might be making this sorry, up. I'm gonna, I'm I gonna, I, sorry, I'm gonna. I need to check this out because you just you just thrown out that John Cleese is the King Troll. I, I feel like and I've neither seen of John... us have seen the film. So why would I know? Um, well, because I John feel like Cleese, I've seen John Cleese posters. is in fact in Trolls. Apparently. Okay, John Cleese is in Trolls, uh, and then of course uh, Alexander Thomas Jeffrey Hanks was in. What the fuck was that Monty Python thing he was in? Um, the made-for-TV movie. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, the Ruttles 2... Money the Ruttles 2's can't, buy me, can't buy me lunch. The Ruttles 2 can't buy me lunch. There we go. I've done it. I'm sorry, dear listeners. We should be better prepared. Um, no, Jamie, sometimes it's fun just to go things hog wild. For example, me. I don't pre-prepare my similes, all right? And most of the time, that works out okay. And some of the times, I try to, <laughs> back, I try to compare one British comedian to, like, Michael Myers, all right? And that's really okay. tough, all right? You know, and, and, and sometimes you fail, all right? Sometimes you fail about comparing people to Michael Myers. Alexander, uh, it is your time for your favourite part of the show, so I will let you have it before I immediately get angry about the beginning of this film straight off the bat. This film begins as all good films should, with an arsehole driving up in a flashy car to a pub somewhere, I think in... I can't tell if it's America or Ireland. Who knows? But it's an Irish pub. I guess you wouldn't have an Irish pub in Northern in in an well, island. It, it, it's just it a pub. would be no. It would be an Irish pub. It would just be a pub though. But it would yeah, be an Irish. But you, pub. I feel it would have a let like I don't know. Like you know, you'd probably have less like 
Irish regalia on it. You know what I mean? Like pubs in the UK don't like have a bunch of fucking. Oh, that's not true. You're right. You're <laughs> right, Jamie. There are a bunch of been... weird pubs in the UK too. I see your with, point with, with with a bunch of Union Jacks lining them. That's Absolutely, one hundred percent. There's pubs. And Jamie, in, fun in... fact, but if you're ever in, in Glasgow and there's a pub with a bunch of Union Jacks on it, just stay away from it. Oh stay yeah, away no, from absolutely, it. absolutely. All right. Okay. I, I think I would. Scotland, I think I would Union happily take that. It's not a good pub. Don't go. Like it's. I think I would happily take that role for anywhere, let alone Glasgow. If there are a lot of Union Jacks on any pub in the whole of Scotland, I just don't want to go in there. That's fine. Um, so, uh, of course, uh, this guy goes in and, Jamie, what's he doing? That's right. He's doing everyone's favorite hobby. He's uh, swiping right on Tinder. He's meant to be meeting well, up with someone. So, yeah, he's, he's meeting up with someone that he's met through a dating app. Yeah. And he's there and he's looking at her boobs. That's right, guys. How should every film start with men looking at boobs? Obviously, everyone's favorite hobby. Uh, you know, just family-friendly fun uh, for this campus programming to the Avengers Endgame. Uh, of course, he's kind of looking at this. He looks up and who is there? It's Rebel Wilson. Uh, yes. Who is not the, so, the, the lady that is on his thing. So, Alexander, right off the bat. I'm going to I'm going to set my thesis statement for this movie. This movie sucks. Um and basically every single joke is predicated on Rebel Wilson uh being fat. Uh this is really really bad. I, to be fair, it wanes a little bit in the second half, but yeah. for the first half, basically every single humorous joke is in t- and it, and in fact it gets worse. Uh, but basically every single uh joke is based around her size. And it really sucks. And it's yeah. annoying for it to be in a 2019 movie. Rebel Wilson and Melissa McCarthy both have fallen foul, uh, not fallen foul of this, or b- sure. been forced into these sorts of things. And it sucks because both of them are very, very funny, but it feels like uh, producers and writers think that people only find them funny because they are fat. And I felt like we'd watched a lot of, you know, early 2000s comedies uh, through Tom Hanks's and Anne Hathaway's um, uh, careers where, you know, it felt like, oh, as an age very well, there's a lot of fat phobic jokes in here. This movie was made in 2019, and it fucking pisses me off. I want to uh, throw two things yep. out. Um, one is that, like, I think for the most part, Mrs. McCarthy films tend to... Or these films where she's the star, or, like, I think from Brighter's Mates onwards, tend to avoid this a bit better. Yeah, like they do. I think, you know, in the, like, it might be in the film that, like, there may be a meta joke about the fact that, like, you know, like, there may be a joke which is not said on screen, but, like, Melissa McCarthy and it might be, like, very sexually adventurous and then hook up with someone. And that might kind of be, like, a meta joke, if you know what I mean, without it being made literally a joke on screen. But, like, yep. you know, in Bridesmaids, she hooks up, like, she hooks up with people and no one's like, you're disgusting. I don't want to fuck you. Um, yeah. Whereas that is a joke made several times in this and I don't I don't like that. Yeah. Kind of uh, we, we should say the original film with Michael Caine and, and Steve Martin, uh, the entire basis of it is... High class, low class. Yeah. That Michael Caine is the posh British man who does the long con, and and he can't deal with this uncouth American who who wallies about with his silly little scams. Yeah. And most of those class based jokes, whether I have not seen the movie, they might they might also hold up terribly. But most of those class based jokes have just been replaced with fat jokes. Uh, and also, really, at no point is Anne Hathaway ever a butt of a joke in this movie. No, um, which is it, it's almost like, entirely Rebel Wilson. Again, again. Oh, so this, the second thing was actually I think a, a, a film version of this that I like. Not this, sorry. I really like the Rebel Wilson movie. Um, 
It's not I feel pretty. I hate, I hate I feel pretty. I feel pretty is a version of you don't like fat jokes. I think that one's really bad and don't like it. But the movie, uh, Isn't It Romantic with Rebel Wilson? It's not a, it's not a yes. five-star film, but it's like a f- enjoyable movie in which he's like, well, obviously I'm not the star of a rom-com. And the entire world is just being like, hey, like, you know, everyone is like obsessed with her. They're like, oh, you're so gorgeous or that kind of thing. And the joke isn't Rebel Wilson is gross. The thing is, the the, the premise of the the movie is basically just like Rebel Wilson needs more confidence in herself. And it does yeah. it in a much better way than a film which I dislike, which is I Feel Pretty, in which she's just played as being delusional. Um, and also in the end of that, like, you know, she hooks up with people and that's fine. Because, like, yes, like, some people like people, like, people, there's someone out there for everyone, right? There's someone, yeah. like, whatever the shape you size si- you are. Size is not intrinsically linked to beauty. Simple no. as that. There are, like, there uh, are lots of people who are very attractive who are also, like, heavier. And that's fine. Like, that's and fine. There, and there, there are also plenty of people who are skinny and ugly as fuck. No, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, it's, it's you know, I, it's dumb and I, it's boring and it's, it's just, it's just, it's also, and I can't, like, regardless of, like, the moral stuff, it's incredibly overdone. And, oh, one hundred percent. It's just it, overdone. It, so, like, it, it, even like, if you it, don't care so, about body so, positivity, right, it's yeah. just boring. Right off the bat, with this, we've we've introduced the entire premise of the joke is he's looking at an attractive lady on his phone, pulls his phone away. Rebel Wilson is there. I'll try to not belabor it too much, but these jokes are throughout and get way worse. Sure. Um, so, so, Rebel so Wilson, her, her, she turns up and she's, she's like... She's doing a con, which basically yeah. is... Uh, she shows up and she's like, hey, I'm actually not her. I'm not the lady on your phone. I'm her sister. And I was sent here to um, basically assess your personality for her. But your personality And he failed because he, yeah, because he was like, oh, what? Oh, you're like, oh, what? And he's, he's an absolute dick, and he's like, I'm in love with this girl, I, do, I want to... I do, I do want to say, he does say... Uh, there aren't many jokes I like in this film, but uh, he's like, uh, she's like, yeah, I, want, I wanted to test your, your love for her. And he's like, oh, I do love her, love her. I've been talking to her for a month. I'll let her keep my kids. <laughs> It's not very many good jokes in this, but that really tickles me. Yeah. I love her, I'll let her keep my kids. Um... um at this point, yes. she's like, look, she has one big defect. What? She only has A-cup breasts. Uh, oh, uh, but she's only, fi- was it $500 away from um, from, from getting a, a big job? He's like, okay, I'll transfer you the $500. At this point, the police show up and she has to run. Uh, because then- someone else who's fallen for this con um, is there, yeah. tries to catch him. Uh, we get a little joke that does come up later. Um, she has hidden amongst the trash bags. Her dress is deliberately a dress that looks like trash bags so that she can hide amongst the trash bags yeah. so that is point, the end of the cold open of the movie i guess and we yeah, get the, we the, the a, intro sequence we have the credit sequence which i quite like the animation for mm-hmm. people tried uh i appreciate your effort i liked the opening credits cool um we then go to it it, it does suggest this film is much classier than the film is but like yep. you know i appreciate it we then cut across to france where uh, Anne Hathaway is a uh, sorry. There's a guy who is trying to gamble at this ca- local casino. Uh, he is uh, out of money though, so he says, "Hey, what if I give you this uh, diamond bracelet?" That and to which the uh, coupier, uh, the the person who is running dealer. the table, whatever the dealer, uh, says, "No, everyone knows that you're broke and that you're pawning off your wife's valuables. We're not going to accept this." No, he goes to grab a drink. I don't know if it's what money because apparently he's broke. Uh, at this point, he sees Anne Hathaway, and Hathaway is pretending to be a Wisconsin lady with, uh, sorry, spoilers, uh, but she's got this kind of big American accent. She says she just won $80 million. She has all these chips. 
um, the guy goes, well, how about I give you this uh, bracelet and you give me some of the chips? And she's like, oh, sure. Basically, she says, sure. He's then con out of the... Oh, but then there's a double con, which is the yes. police show so, up and so, say... She's yeah, the a- police show up, say, look, th- th- this this lady, she actually stole these chips from this old man. Um, give back the bracelet. Oh, come on, we're taking you away. She does a little little uno reverso switches out the um the bracelet as she's giving it back mm-hmm. uh and t- gives him a fake one takes the real one she goes away with the police officer who actually turns out to be in on it as well and so she shares out um she's stolen the bracelet shares out the money with the policewoman and the um uh the old man so mm-hmm. we've met both of our con artists one of course is high class and cool and sexy and one is rebel wilson according to the movie um immediately the next time we meet they're on a train uh and just to give an example of just this movie constantly shitting on rebel wilson for no reason uh they just give her massive backpacks to walk through the train just to really emphasize this idea of oh look how lumbering and large she is and how inconvenient it is for her to be around other people and it's fucking annoying um she's on uh the train uh i want to i want to point to a specific joke that i now i know the original joke for um so this is was originally steve martin's part she sat sits across from someone uh does a little con to get sympathy from him um being like i've got no money please can you can you have stuff now in the original movie steve martin buys uh does the same thing gets someone to pay for his stuff and he orders like eight beers but here rebel wilson orders a bunch of slices of cake because of course um so yeah she's uh done her little con but Anne hathaway's overheard so Anne Mm -hmm. hathaway sort of calls her over and goes oh where are you going at this point She's doing a different accent, Alexander. What accent is she doing? And Hathaway is now British. Uh, she was well, very uh, posh. I, are you oh, sure? Is she? <laughs> what is she now? I, I, no, she is. She is British. I'm just oh, right. saying that I don't like the accent. No, she, <laughs> the, uh, it's the it's not very high. I'm Anne, I'm Anne Hathaway, and I'm talking like this a little bit. Uh, but not that clipped. But but she's doing very like I'm the queen. yeah like like ridiculously heightened RP. Yeah. Why does Anne Hathaway keep getting cast as British people? Because I don't. I, I don't hate know. when she does normal British stuff. I don't hate. Yes. It. Yes, yeah, but she so she when she was harsh. tasked to do a Yorkshire accent, it wasn't yeah, very good. Uh, when she was tasked to do the Jane Austen, it fine. was fine. In this, it is grating. She, it just doesn't suit her no, nor the character. And also, like this, this is gonna sound really harsh. I like, why not just get Emily Blunt for this role? Yeah, I I said this to Ellen, and I I don't think I know what I mean by it, but Anne Hathaway looks very American. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't put my finger on what it is, ah. but a British accent coming out of her mouth, I'm like, that doesn't look right. Well, so, but here's my thing. I, I disagree because gently, I think in this, Anne Hathaway looks exactly like the person who plays Marianne in Normal People. Um, like she has the exact same haircut, and but it also at some point does this body language thing. I'm like, oh wait, shit, you look really similar to that person. But um, yeah, no, it's it, it's a. Is it that she just has an innate confidence that British people, you know, innately like? There's not enough <laughs> self-loathing, all right? You know, it's probably it, it's, probably. I have just like looked down, and Alexander, um, we need to hurry off if our, our time is going to okay, get on. Don't so worry, baby. they so they meet. They and meet. She basically. They are um, heading she, to Beaumont sur Clare, I think. Is that what it's yeah, called? So much. So Beaumont sur Mer, because uh, I think it's on the. Good dessert. Beaumont sur Mer, which is a a coastal. Uh, what's what's that? It begins with an R. The the, the Riviera Riviera town, 
Um, so. And uh, when Rebel Wilson says that she's on her way there, they like are chatting about their cons and, and Anne Hathaway is playing Not dumb. Not their cons, just her cons. At this point, just Rebel Wilson doesn't know uh, that Anne yes. Hathaway is a con artist. She um, basically explains that she cons men because men treat her like shit, so why shouldn't she con men? Sure. And upon discovering that they're going to Beaumont sur Mer, uh, Anne Hathaway obviously doesn't want her on her turf, so uh, says that it's full of lesbians. It's <laughs> actually a lesbian commune and that she should go to the next town. Yeah. Um, we arrive in Beaumont sur Mer. Um, Anne Hathaway is meeting with her uh, police officer friend. Um, and they spot, they're t- discussing their next job and they're discussing a man who, who they're looking out for. He's, he's going to be their next mark. He should be arriving in soon. They see him pulling in in a love, well, I say lovely. It's a horrible, ugly orange sports car. Um, uh, but who is that in the, the uh, passenger seat? But Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. And the dear, stupid, idiotic man uh, go- is going, oh, of course, I'll give you $5,000 because your sister needs the pallet a palate surgery or whatever um uh and rebelson is like sweet and she goes off to have some fun in the sea uh and hathaway and her pal are like ah this is it's probably not good for us we're the only con men in town so they connive to have her arrested uh and so rebelson ends up in jail with the lovely police officer uh thinks she's a lesbian because this is a lesbian commune um uh, and starts to flirt with her unsuccessfully but does drop that she knows someone says you should call call up my my friend who's and eventually gets josephine um and hathaway rocks up uh and basically convinces rebel wilson that if she gives over uh eight thousand dollars or something like that um that uh they'll get her out but she has to fly and leave and never come back Mm -hmm. um so they they get her on the plane they, they yep. get on the plane. At this point, the guy from the beginning whose bracelet was stolen shows up and says, hey, I saw you talking to Anne Hathaway at the airport. Uh, and uh, she's a con they, artist. They, they, spe- you were they specifically meet in the bathroom toilet. Bathroom. The, sure. the, the bathroom toilet, the air, airplane toilet. Yeah. Um, she She's then like, oh, no, I'm working for us, like Australian. She makes a bit of an acronym for us. Um, yeah. She He then goes, uh, okay, cool. She's like, you need to give me some money so I can go hunt her down. Um and she's then like, "Well, we gotta go have sex." And he's like, "Yes, oh, can we can we discuss this very s- weird oh, joke? This very yeah. weird joke." So like, I, I will explain it for dear listeners, and I will ask your opinion on it because, like, I don't think it's qu- quite as bad as the least charitable interpretation. Yeah, but it's not great. So uh, she says, "We need to have sex to to you know create our alibi." And he's like, "Oh, I can't. I'm uh, I'm married." And she goes, "So am I." And he goes, "Oh, I can't." I- well, I think actually the first one is a bad joke of I have standards. I have standards. Um, so I. I have standards. So have I. I'm married. So am I. I have kids. So do I. I have a bunch of STDs. So do I. That happens. We sex. then cut away and they are having sex in the toilet. Now, it is not explicitly said that this is sexual assault, but it is a scene wherein someone says no four I, times in I, a row. I, I, like I said, it's I, it's it's I, not I, as bad as the least charitable interpretation. It is not as bad I, as the that, least charitable. That is definitely the least. That's the least charitable interpretation. That is the least charitable interpretation. And I would say, it but falls it's into not the, great either no, way. Sure, sure. It, what it's not is it's not basic instinct with someone like just full on. Like yeah. clearly raping someone, I would I would say that's like I think this fits into movie stuff, which is to say you know like in movies there is a trope of like people like of saying no until you say yes in a way that in movies is meant to be like 
you know, just you give in to your animal instincts kind of thing. And in real life, don't do that. That's not a thing. No, I think no, explicit I, I consent, agree, please. I agree, it plays into a trope, which is has its problems. I do not think this movie wants to betray Robert Wilson as a sexually abuser. No, no, I, I, I agree. I, I agree the film doesn't want to do that, Alexander. <laughs> I, I will fully say that. <laughs> I am not being... I'm <laughs> not suggesting like, that it was is, their intention. It's not as bad as his least charitable interpretation. <laughs> and then you give the least charitable possible yes, interpretation. I know. I was, expressing, I was expressing that there is a least charitable interpretation. That's interpretation. That's it. Um, other than just um, they hook up because uh, they're like whatever. Um, um, anyway, so she, she she then shows up yeah. at Anne Hathaway's house and she's like, "Train me to be a con artist in your con artist ways, or I'm gonna rat you out to Interpol." And Anne Hathaway's like, "Okay." They then have a training montage. None of the training montage involves anything to do with like con artisting. It doesn't. No, involve they're, they're throwing knives, knives at some shit. point and jumping over stuff. Of course, all just opportunities to make jokes about Rebel Wilson's size uh, and lack of athletic whoa, whoa, ability. Whoa, whoa. The, the knife which... joke is not, the knife joke has no. There's nothing in the knife jokes about her size. There, there is nothing in the knife joke about her size, but I would say that in general, the whole sequence is predicated on. She is larger, therefore she is not physically capable or athletic and is I, bad at things. Sure, I mean, like... The, I, the, I'm going to give the range of charitable interpretations. The least charitable is that, the most charitable is that Anne Hathaway is meant to be elegant and that she is not. Now, I, uh, the, yes. I, 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 the elegance thing is because, then because, size as well. Is, because yes. that is, yeah. that is the original film. The original yeah. film is high it's class, elegance. low class. But... This because film they make a is, bunch of fat jokes in it. Yeah, because they make a bunch of fat jokes, they intrinsically associate with that to the extent where I'm supposed to believe that because because of who Rebel Wilson is, she is unable to open a champagne bottle. Was, I'm sorry. Opening a champagne bottle is really easy. Jamie, conversely, there is no reason why someone who is fatter shouldn't be able to open up a champagne bottle. That itself is not a fat joke. Her not being able to jump over um, whatever you call them, the, the horse thing, the, the medicine horse. Uh, the, pommel horse. Pommel horse. That's a fat joke. I'm not being able to open a champagne bottle. That's not okay. a fat joke. No, no, I understand that. But I, I'm trying to get... I, 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 let me see if I can be clear <laughs> on what I'm trying to say. Is that I recognise that not being able to open the champagne bottle is not a fat joke. They are not claiming that because she is fat, she is unable to open the champagne bottle. However, in the way that this character is presented... Yeah. So much of her character is therefore tied and associated with her size. That her being large just makes her bad in many different ways. It makes her undesirable. It makes her unathletic. It makes her not good at dexterity. It makes her not very delicate and elegant. And I... all of that is tied back to her size for the film I, and because of the way they focus I on it. would gently push a little bit against that if okay. just to suggest I, th- I think there is there is also me- like despite the fact that I think a lot of it ends up being fair jokes I do think they still try and retain some of the class element to it yep and I think it's meant to be a cl- I think that the champagne thing is meant to be a class joke um, okay, and and I and, and they I guess they my are interrelated that, to that, but I don't think that like I don't think that's purely. I think it's. I agree, but my point is, it is it is a class joke. It is a class joke that 
for which the waters are muddied because, because of all the other jokes. Well, well, I would agree. I would agree with some of the things. I just don't think that, like, specifically for opening a champagne bottle, like it definitely the, the largest. I agree. It's not so the intention. Like, it's not the intention. I'll sure. give you. It's absolutely no, no, no. no, no but intention. I just mean, like, I, I think that I think the largest thing definitely plays into the elegance thing. Yeah, and like that's definitely a thing that happens. Um, but and I think you could then so that it is related. I just think the specific joke there is class related. I I, I agree. agree that I think it would have been funnier had she just smashed the bottle open. Um, yeah, I think that would have made more like if she tried failed and then she's like fuck it smashes the bottle and drinks the bottle. I think that would have been a more clear class joke um, rather than just she's incompetent because like she's just sort of a buffoon character except that she yes didn't absolutely she, 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 she's so a complete I, buffoon I, I and it it annoys me and upsets me that. So, for example, I would say that uh, most of these jokes would... So, the clearest possible, if you switch these actresses, they would not make most of these jokes, would be my argument. If I would the, like to see if, a version with the switch actresses. I think, I, you I would. I think it would be much person, better. You had Dan Hathaway as, like, a rube. I think that would be great. Yeah, it'd be much, much better. That would be much funnier film. Um, they, anyway, so, yeah, yes, yeah, we anyway, get the training so anyway, montage. They she, they then, so, she learns to heist... No, not heist, sorry. Con better, except she's not really learning to con better. She's learning to throw knives, which never really comes into the plot again. Um, she then... They then start doing a con, which is known as, I think, it's the Lord of the Rings con, in which uh, Anne Hathaway is pretending to be, like, eighth in line to the throne of England uh, and conning American businessmen being like, oh, we're going to marry, you know, it'd be great, all this kind of stuff. Uh, but you have to meet my sister first. My sister's going to come with us. And I quite like this joke, which is they basically go down to, like, a... Uh, Hannibal Lecter-style dungeon in which Rebel Wilson is living in this dungeon uh, in a kind of weird, creepy, Game of Thrones-style Lord of the Rings room uh, in which he's meant to just, I guess, be demented. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 sure you know, was... I'm sure you know my opinion on this sure, joke, sure. so I'm just, just not going to express it. I, I was going to tell us about this. I wish the entire movie was pitched at the level of this joke, which is, this is completely insane, this bit it right? is this con it is, is completely insane to which i wish the whole movie was pitched at this level because then yeah. other some of its other problems would have been less bad yes. because you would go well this is not the real world we're not making you know this exactly is whereas nuts. if you take your normal normal in inverted commas your normal fat jokes and then the next heightening of that is actually she's she's a fucking grotesque golem-esque yes. character yeah. the, the implications are not great I don't like it, but I understand as a pure joke taken as absurdity, yeah. it works fine. And Rebel sure. Wilson is very funny and therefore lands these jokes. Sure. But the implication sucks for me. And, sure. and it's I, annoying. I, I get that. I, I, I do like this bit as a... Comedian. It is. As, as, um, as, a, as a pure level of physical comedy. It's and, and Dean Norris, bless him, adding to the absolute fucking terrible pantheon of ac- accents in this movie. Yeah, he's as really he's doing... He might be from Texas, but he can't do the accent. No, um, he's doing a rucking really so, so hammy there's also a Texas other, accent. A bit including Rebel Wilson having a chastity belt, uh, which is yep. busted in a pool. Um, and eventually, kind of, they've done this kind of enough, enough, enough uh, that Anne Hathaway's like, okay, so we've done this bit. Uh, you know, however, you're not getting your share because uh, I, you know, I'm paying for training, all that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rebel Wilson's like, okay, well, fuck you, dude, I'm leaving, which is what Anne Hathaway wanted all the time. At yep. this point, Rebel Wilson then starts conning people uh, elsewhere in the town. Anne Hathaway doesn't like that, and she feels like her turf is being infringed upon because she thought Rebel Wilson was going to leave. 
So they so agree we get, to so, a contest. So half, halfway through the movie, literally halfway through the movie, we finally get the actual conceit of the movie, yeah. uh, which is that they agree to a conning contest. Um, and uh, Rebel Wilson sees someone falling into a pool. And this is a little bit of a plot point that I would like to return to. Uh, but there's a, there's a guy who falls yeah. into a pool and she goes, oh, that's um that's that app developer guy. He, he invented... No. I think I think I think originally it's he falls in the pool and Hathaway says, right, we've got to con that guy for your entire net worth. And I gotta stop this for a second, Jamie. Her entire yep. net worth is five hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Yes. Right? Now I've crunched the math. If that came out if this is set in two thousand nineteen, so when it came out, that her five hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin is now worth about two point four million. All right. Nice. Good cool. good work for her. However, if this is based in 2016 when the film started being developed, then that yeah. $500,000 in Bitcoin is worth about $37 million. <laughs> in which case, <laughs> Anne Hathaway talks about how that's a bad investment, but if it is set in 2016 when the films was when the whole film was starting to get made, when they started writing it, when they probably wrote that joke, and she's fucking Absolutely. loaded. What the 100%. Fuck? So, well done on her future success. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so this, this guy falls in. And she's like, and he is uh, and the creator of like, the app. You burnt. I yeah. can't remember what's what's the app. What's the point of the no, app? No, I don't think it's ever explained what the app is. It's just it's just called you burnt, and that's it. That's um, the joke. Anyway, so yes, Rebel Wilson notes, recognizes him, which is an yeah. absolute massive plot hole. That I would like to discuss later once we uh, get to uh, some details oh, yeah, later of the film. No, no, no. Anyway, so, so, so no, 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 no. Rebel Wilson does not recognize him. They then go. Uh, Anne Hathaway asks uh, one of the uh, wait staff, "Hey, who's that guy?" And the wait staff says he's the developer of You Burnt. And Are you no sure? one recognizes. Yeah, she recognizes the website. Uh, Rebel Wilson recognizes the website. She's like, "You're burnt. I know that website. He must be a tech billionaire." But she does not recognize his face. She it is uh, reported by one of the wait staff that he is the uh, owner, developer of um, "You're burnt." It is, but it's definitely very specifically not an uh, Rebel Wilson or Anne Hathaway who recognizes his face. Um, okay. Either way, the point website. is that he is recognizable as. I guess I guess it could be explained away. Anyway, we'll get back sure. to it. Um, so uh, yeah, so he's the mark. Um, Anne Hathaway is with him at uh, a gambling table, um, uh, gam- yeah. gambling away. Um, sure. At which point, Rebel Wilson comes in uh, and pretends to be blind for the next fucking thirty-five minutes of this movie. Yeah. Um, um, she she kind of basically like reels him in by being like, oh, first of all, she needs some money for her sister, kind of a why, and then she says, oh, but of course I'm blind, I have hysterical blindness. Uh, see hysterical blindness, kind of like terminal velocity, you know? Uh, yeah. No, actually, hysterical blindness is real. Terminal velocity is not real. <laughs> Fuck you, physicists. Terminal velocity is real. <laughs> no, terminal velocity is not real, Jamie. It's theoretical. All right, this is his no jack shit. They're just trying to they're just trying to put words on the nature of the universe. Fuck them. I don't like that. Okay, anyway, right. Um, so the uh, she basically says like, "Hey, uh, of course there, there is a solution. I need five hundred grand to go to this German doctor called Doctor Friedrich Bonhausen, and um, uh, in doing so, I will hopefully be able to find a cure." The guy's like, "Oh, cool." They go upstairs. He starts like trying to email this person, not being able to connect. Uh, and instead finds out that the doctor is actually downstairs. He goes downstairs, starts talking to a Dutch guy. Uh, however, Anne Hathaway is like, haha, no, it is I all along. I have conned you to think that I am the doctor. Um, so she comes upstairs and uh, starts torturing Rebel Wilson. 
Yes. Um, just straight up torture. You know, like. Yes. Uh, she, yes. For some reason, she convinced that she needs to test whether Rebel Wilson is actually blind. I don't know mm-hmm. how she convinces the the tech guy of this, but so she goes through a bunch of tests. Uh, one of which. Blind in her eyes. But Jamie, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Blind people still have eyes. Like they would still water. Yeah. That's not a quality yeah. of like whether and also like it is implied that Rebel Wilson never blinks. But I do think blind people would probably still blink because otherwise your eyes would just dry out. Like, yes, yeah, I, I, I have to be honest. I don't know about this enough. Um, but it feels but, weird, uh, right? It feels. Like it does feel weird. It does feel weird. The next one is even weirder, where she says, "Oh, <laughs> all blind people." All blind people know the exact number of steps between places. That's how they get around. Incorrect. They have sticks. Uh, but anyway, so I'm going to open like, like that. We've all right, seen They've got sticks, you fucking idiot. What else is the stick in the dog That's for? how they Dumbass. avoid obstacles, not by having a pitch. I'm sure in their own house, absolutely, they're yeah. aware of the number of steps. But anyway, apparently Rebel Wilson should know the exact number of steps between the wall and the elevator of where she is. So she's opened the door and she says, okay, run full pelt towards that elevator and then stop. Uh, And initially I was like, how is this going to work? Surely Rebel Wilson as a seeing person would just stop. Um, But what Anne Hathaway does is slam the door shut that's halfway and Rebel Wilson runs straight into it. Now, my argument would be, blind person can hear they would they would be able to tell that the door has been slammed shut they would have just run straight into it but okay anyway or, Rebel or maybe Wilson. if they were running as a blind person they would put their hands out in front of them so they didn't <laughs> yes, run into probably. anyone you know I, d- I don't know i don't know anyway um so at this point she takes on um uh god within the con she takes on Rebel wilson as a client uh Rebel wilson and the uh the the tech millionaire guy uh, move into uh, Anne Hathaway's house where they proceed to do treatments, uh, which basically just includes Anne Hathaway trying to seduce uh, the tech millionaire. Yes, and... they're, they're at a club one time and uh, Rebel Wilson is stood off uh, pretending to be blind and Anne Hathaway is, is grinding on the tech millionaire, which is, I don't, I'm supposed to make Rebel Wilson angry and stop pretending to be blind? Oh, I don't Rebel really Wilson get it. actually has feelings for this guy. Yes, yes. So slowly, I, I think they are at the nascent stage at this point. Um, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, grinding oh, on uh, the tech the there. I think the lady from Ted Lasso shows up and is like, is he stealing your man? And yeah, then... they've all got very strong Essex accents. Um, uh, being like, oh, darling, how are you doing? And she's like, oh, he was actually my my fiance that she's stealing only ever since i went blind i mean i would argue that these women um are smart enough to look that this guy doesn't seem very fucking into this (laughs) he's he's not really engaging in in the dancing um but anyway uh they take anne hathaway to the bar or uh, they meet Anne Hathaway in the bathroom and it is implied that they're going to beat the shit out of her for some reason. Um, And so Rebel Wilson is having a little flirty conversation with the tech bro. And the tech bro reveals to her that actually he doesn't have as much money. uh, He's not rich. and But he is going to take out $500,000 for the treatment for Rebel Wilson. Yeah, it's implied he has 400 grand and that his grand has 100 grand. So he's going to yeah. take, his, which again, you know, good for your grand, apparently. You have 100 grand to give away for this blindness treatment. But sure. Um, so she's like, oh no, I feel bad about this. But, you know, and she tries to call off the con because uh, Anne Hathaway comes back. And Anne Hathaway is like, bitch, I can take on the real housewives of Essex. 
Yeah. She also does a much better Essex accent than she does a posh accent. Uh, very briefly, yes. not not to say, but she does an okay Essex accent. Yeah. Um, uh, I I would like to say that around this point in the film, uh, when when the the jokes have been mostly blind jokes, mm-hmm. uh, most of the fat jokes have gone. So that's yeah, nice. True, that's yeah. nice for this movie. Oh, Rebel Wilson stops being yeah. the the victim of this movie. But I would like to reiterate that at no point in this movie is Anne Hathaway the butt of the joke. Literally uh, they, never. There are there's at least one joke about Anne Hathaway having a bony ass. Now. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. Sure. Don't remember that one. Sure. Also, I, I, also, Al. Also, Al. I think that one's fucking factually inaccurate. To be honest, I've been staring at this butt for fucking nine months. <laughs> uh, I can do an Essex accent as well. That wasn't an Essex there accent. You go. Um, um, anyway, so uh, of course, um, yeah. So uh, Anne Hathaway comes back. They, they. She's like, we're going to. Basically, they change it to. We're going to seduce this guy? I can't even remember what it is. I, 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 no, I think she's just like, no, we're not giving up on the con. I'm going to go seduce him to get his money. Sure. I'm going to win. She uh, goes. She gets, to, the, she gets yep. the Essex women to beat up and uh, to beat up Rebel Wilson, so she says. She also, and this is the point at which I knew it's directed by a British person, um, proceeds yep. to uh, give kind of two fingers and go, <laughs> which is not a thing an American directing a British person would make a character do, and I think is just a either Anne Hathaway, you know. Knowing British just insults. Just fucking rocked it. Because, <laughs> again, doing that in America just means peace. So, like, it yes. does not make sense yes, unless it, so, anyone... So, yeah, Al, I should be specific. Al uh, did a visual bit and then didn't explain what he meant. Uh, he flipped to the bird. He flipped to the bird. No, flipping is... the bird is giving oh, no, a finger. Fli- oh, flipping the bird is th- giving yeah, he, the g- he gave, like, the Churchill-style the two, V for victory. But in the UK, basically, is an equivalent of fuck you. Or, uh, yeah. or, or, or I can't remember. I, I, I believe it's fuck off. I I would say I would say it's... fuck off is two fingers. <clears throat> One finger is fuck you or oh, up yeah. yours. The, uh, the so two I... finger salute is allegedly uh, you know comes from Agincourt. Uh, you know, but again, I always think that's fucking bullshit when people claim that. So because anyway. anyone being like this insult comes from Agincourt sounds really fucking weird. Um, uh, anyway, Anne seduce, Hathaway and her uh, bony ass uh, goes to goes to seduce the tech billionaire. She, um, once again, he's not into it. Uh, what, yeah. As as has been the case in many parts of this movie, uh, the, the main stars really being very flirtatious with people who are not keen. Um, but uh, anyway, he um, and she it eventually threatens to kill herself. I believe she um, kind of like does a weird like. I'm walking gets on the up edge on kind the of thing. Ooh, yeah. I'm dangerous. And then he grabs her. And I, th- I think she's just trying to get his, like, you know, attention. I don't know, whatever. Um, and then the lights, she, he turns the lights off. Uh, we yeah. then have and Rebel we Wilson. we cut to Rebel Wilson, who's got a hand glued she's to a wall. Super glued to the wall. Uh, at some point, she gets some super glued to solve her, but she basically just tears her hand away from the wall. Her hand's yeah. not covered in um, blood, but sure. She'd be yeah, I'm up. also going to throw this out there. Um, I've used super glue before. It takes quite a long time to yeah. seal. Uh, I, I refuse to believe that they were able to physically hold Rebel Wilson in place for long enough with a vacuum seal of her hand on the wall. But anyway, um, so she escapes from her uh, goes to the hotel. super glue prison uh, and goes uh, and speaks with a busboy who basically just intimates that no Anne Hathaway spent the night there. Uh, and, and Rebel Wilson thinks that mm-hmm. she won. Um, so she starts the... packing up her stuff. And yeah. the the billionaire turns up, and he's like, we call him a billionaire. He's not a billionaire. Uh, the tech bro turns up. Um, he's, yeah. Um, so at this point, he turns up, and he's like, I got to get this flight back because the investors are calling me back. He he says that he had been flown out by the investors. Um, she goes, I need to give you five hundred thousand dollars because I feel bad that you gave five hundred thousand dollars. 
and he's like, you can't do that. You need the money. He's, she's like, no, no, no. I need to give it back. So she ends up, and he says, no, it's back with you. Here you go. No, no, Al, Al, you have skipped a very important plot point, which is Rebel Wilson starts running, slips, fucking slams her vagina oh, yeah. into a wall uh, and then a plant pot lands on her in this moment uh, the butler man comes over and puts a wet floor sign down and she goes oh fuck you can't um or whatever she says um and amazing and accent, the tech though. yeah no thank you and the tech bro goes whoa could could you see him and she goes what yeah oh my god i can see and there is quite a good joke here where he holds up oh can you read this holds up a newspaper and she goes no it's in french that's a good joke and you know what you know what i can very much see steve martin (laughs) that that is a steve martin joke i can i can see that uh very Um, well i like that and then also the follow-up joke when he goes what about this and he takes out his book (laughs) he takes out his bag of book which is like uh, anxiety, uh, why it's not you, it's the world's fault, which I, yeah. I liked. Um, um, so yeah, then then they are, he's at the plane, as you say, uh, she's like, I'm going to give you the five million. He's like, no, 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 give it back. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, okay, you've got it. You've got it. I'm not, don't give it back. No takesies, backsies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get on this plane. Yeah. Um, and so he hops on the plane uh, and in comes rushing Anne Hathaway. And Anne Hathaway's like, no, don't let him leave. And Rebel is like, why? You won. You mm. gave him 500 grand. She's like, no, I, uh, or he gave you, you 500 grand. Yeah. And he's like, no, I invested 500 grand in his company. Which makes no sense. What? Want to stop here for yeah, a second? No. Want to stop here for a second? This actually makes no, like even in the story she tells, she's a con artist. It makes no sense why she would give him 500 grand. No, no none at all. But okay, um, she is conned and gives him 500 grand. Don't know why. Never really explained why. No. Nope. Okay. But she's either way, like, they well, that can't be the case because I just gave him 500 grand. He just gave me back 500 grand. And she's like, did he? And it turns out he didn't. He stole a million dollars from them. Yes. They didn't so get a he, text. He, she then gets a yes. text being like, hey, uh, I really do like you. But as my, you know, but turns out my grandma was Medusa. Now this, we, we stop do- here for a second. Uh, there, Firstly, was refer- say that there was one reference. There was one reference. Yeah, one reference. Very early. One reference at the beginning of the film that there is a mythical con artist known as Medusa, and I believe Rebel Wilson asks Anne Hathaway, "Are you Medusa?" And Anne Hathaway goes, "No." Then uh, normally, what you do is you set that up there, mention it one more time in the film. They don't. There's never. There's never any conversation no. about this character ever. And then at the end of the film, here they go. Medusa was my grandmother. Now I'm Medusa. <laughs> I'm yeah. the tech milli- I'm, I'm the tech bro. I'm, I'm the tech bro. I am, I am Medusa. I am actually the con man. Now, mm. did he actually develop the Yerburnt app? And no. if he didn't, I guess the, the only explanation, which I guess could make sense, but it's not explicit. Why did the waiter recognize him unless the waiter was in on the con? I guess he could have been. It's just, but anyway. It's never explicit. Um, it's not, it's, again, it lacks the, like, the, the... The thing which we're going back to the Ocean's Eight problems, but like Ocean is actually probably does it better than this, which is like the reveal. There's no reveal because we always know all the way step through pretty much everything, and even the case where it turns out the con artists were being conned, there is no reveal really. It's just like, no. hey, this doesn't uh, make sense. 
Also, I would, I would like to... I would like to loop it back round to, uh, if you remember very early on in this, I said, actually, the 1980s one might be more progressive. Uh, I actually think if you have a yeah, film all about two men trying to con a woman and yeah. then right at the end, it turns out the woman was coming the men and she was smarter than them all along. Mm. I think that's actually probably a better message than this one, which is, oh, no, look, yeah. at these, look how badass bit, the, look, boss oh, bitches. Jamie, woo! Jamie, but actually, it gets both worse. Suck. It gets oh, it worse. So they then go home and Hathaway gives Rebel Wilson her share from the Lord of the Rings con. Okay, Yeah. great, sure. Now, Jamie, I want to, st- just for a quick brief second, in yeah. a normal story, what you'd yeah. probably do is, hey, this, you know, that's the kind of Nadia, and these guys need to get back up on top. So what they're going to do, they're going to con this guy again, all right? The, yeah, the entire- they're going to get him again. Yeah, they got it. But, but Alexander, this movie took 45 minutes to set up its actual general conceit. We're 90 minutes into this movie. We know we can't do much more. So I guess we've got to get to the end. No, so yeah, what so are they going to do instead? The guy shows back up having immediately gotten off the plane sometime. Uh, and yeah. he's bringing a bunch of um, people who want to go buy Anne Hathaway's house. And he kind of forces them into uh, no, the No, no, they, no. They want to buy um, exotic animals. No, 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 no. Um, they want to buy the house. Yes, but he's showing them the house as the 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 location to sell so ah, okay i didn't realize that so one sec uh what's going on there i don't know that I don't funky beat no idea no idea jamie um i guess uh so he does that like he kind of ropes them in as exotic animal sellers yeah um uh and yes after- and to be fair in in some quite good jokes he he's clearly stitching them up a little bit he's like uh, and this of course is one of the greatest exotic uh, dealers of all time from south africa yeah. uh, and has rebel Wilson do a south african accent probably one of one of the better accents we yeah. have in this film not the best accent, which happens in about a scene time. But um, she, and then has Anne Hathaway and is like, mm-hmm. oh, but actually her tongue was taken. But she knows sign language. And so it's stitching them up a little bit. Sure. Um, um, he then is basically like, hey, why don't we just work all, why don't we all work together? Yeah, I've, I've earned $6 million this year, but we could earn more together. And now, again, away, so Anne Hathaway lives in a giant fucking multi-million dollar mansion. All right? Is implied... But for the entirety of the film to be really, really fucking rich. Seemingly everyone yeah. else is smaller scale than her. Like, she just temporarily brought herself to a lower level to work with Rebel Wilson, right? Like, yeah. okay, sure, but whatever, whatever. Okay, he made, brought in $6 million, okay, they're going to work together. Despite having just been betrayed by this guy and the entire, like, first two acts of this movie being about, like, how they want to take... Like, the first two acts of this movie are about, like men undervaluing women and therefore they are going to take their revenge on men and then they get conned by a dude and then they're just like sure we're going to work with this dude who conned us okay okay. yeah yeah, no absolutely complete like essentially debasing themselves just being like actually yeah no yeah no yeah you're better than us so actually we would be better if we worked with you mr man again a, 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 a twist that makes sense if you're two stars of men conning women and then you you flip that around and oh actually oh it's it's, I it's more subversive women. yeah, yeah. I, learned it, to respect, I learned to respect the patriarchy uh, yeah, is a exactly. uh, not maybe not the best message for this film um, no. um but then, anyway so they they agree to work together and so they are in 
London in quotation marks. Now, I would say this looks much more like the Netherlands than London. I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know of that many twee little Christmas markets that happen on the riverside in London. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Rob Delaney. Jamie, obviously uh, this is the fucking South Bank, all right? This is clearly the Thames <laughs> and it's the South Bank, all right? And it's just a South Bank Christmas market. Um, um, but yeah, Rob was... Delaney runs down and says, like, oh, where did they go? You, sir. You, did you see them? And then the dude who's been playing the tech broke comes out with the best accent of the movie. It does a really fucking good London accent. It does a very, very like good London accent. two lines. I genuinely, really I had to ask Lisa, is he British? Because I thought, there was a bit earlier where I thought his American accent seemed to slip and I thought, oh, he's British playing American. Uh, but no, he just has a very, very good London accent. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, as we've learned from another way and from a lot of American actors, American actors struggle quite a lot to do convincing, like, I, convincing normal British accents, sure, which is what that is. He yes. does a very normal, not I, heightened I British accent. I think that's accent. because a lot of the time they're asked to play posh. And I think the issue with posh accents is that, like, the instinct is to do the Queen, right? Or, or, yeah. or like, to which is, that's, like, insanely posh, rather than to do, like, standard RP, which is like, uh, like, like someone like my level of poshness, or like the BBC level of poshness, right? Like that's, yeah. and even then, RP is too, in general, is not. It's still too posh for a character. Um, yeah. For most characters nowadays, like you know, for the honest part on the BBC, or BBC yeah. shows, most characters aren't really no. using RP very much anymore, no. which is good. Like you use whatever accent you have. Um, this is, and I just think like by doing posh they end up making their characters seem completely unbelievable not unbelievable yeah. like, but way too posh um so yeah it's weird uh they then uh yeah so d- so that he he redirects them away uh and linking back to the chris the, the trash bag um uh dresses Anne hathaway and rebel wilson appear dressed uh of dresses that look like uh baubles underneath the christmas tree um and so they walk away to the sun uh and it's not the end of the movie alexander did you stick around for the post-credits scene no no i didn't what happens in the post-credits scene (laughs) this is probably the weirdest post-credits scene i have ever seen because all it is, is, you know, you talked about the chastity belt scene earlier in yeah. one of the Lord of the Rings um, uh, post-credits. Now, normally if you had a post-credit scene, it would probably be maybe just like a fun little tag of something that happened later in the movie. Like, oh, here's them doing a fun con. It's functionally just a deleted scene because it's just a couple more jokes from that chastity belt scene. They just stuck a deleted scene on the end of their 90-minute movie. If you wanted this in the movie, just stick it in the fucking movie, lads. Why is this here? Anyway, that is the post credit scene, and that is the end of 2019's The Hustle. So, of course, um, when yeah. we review these things, uh, we review based on uh, four, maybe five criteria. Uh, one, uh, of course, Ale- is... Alexander, you are forgetting what we do before we get into our criteria, oh, yeah, I, which is correct. anagrams. Of course. We must make an anagram of this film's title uh, that is a description of the film. Uh, now, in honour of the terrible accents uh, in this film, uh, mine uh, is my impression of what a Scottish person might think of this film, and that is Shet. Mm. Spelt S-H-E-T because there is not an I in the hustle. Interesting. interesting. Uh, I would, of course, go for... Uh, having watched this film, I'd be like, huh. Uh, settle. All right? Like, this, nice. Like, you know, like... Ugh. 
Like, okay. I think that uses oh. all of the letters. It does. I mean, it's, it not, it's not rare. It's not, great. It's not rare. It, we it get doesn't a, make much sense. It's, but yeah, but yeah, but it's not rare. It's pretty rare that we get an all all letterer in the in the anagrams game. Can I pause for yep. a second here? I know we've talked about the Arsene Wenger uh, autobiography before. Um, but the I, fact I that you have, have it facing out, I assume, towards your bed, just so when you sleep, you can see Arsene Wenger's face at all times. So, well, Alexander is referencing that I do have a, a, a meager number of books uh, on, on a shelf behind me. But one of them, specifically the Arsene Wenger book with Arsene Wenger's face, uh, is turned outward so that you can see it directly on camera. Uh, and Alexander, what, what I will say is that actually this was because I have recent... I normally would use a background uh, while I'm teaching online. Mm. Uh, because in my previous place that I lived uh, the walls made it look like I was teaching from a prison um, and you could quite comfortably see my bed in the background so it didn't feel appropriate so I used the background Um, I have stopped doing that uh, here but uh, I was setting this up and I was asking uh, friends uh, what they thought whether it looked appropriate whether it looked professional Uh, and there were a couple of things in the background which uh, they, they deemed were not professional which I will now walk away and show you. I, you can, you can tell me whether you agree, um, because Arsene Wenger is actually just covering up some deodorants and some aftershaves. <laughs> that is why Arsene Wenger is is posed out like that to, to cover the shame. Of do my do I feel school-aged children would be scandalised by the fact that you have good hygiene? I don't think so. Um, I see. I would agree, but I was asked that I was told that they weren't that, that maybe okay. I should hide the the, the okay. uh, products. I like um, the idea of children and, being and there was nowhere else for them to go in my room. Exactly. You know what? Every school aged child needs to be inspired by the wit and wisdom of Arsene Wenger. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, thank, thank you for that uh, interlude um, and and delving into the uh, world of uh, Jamie Jones. But okay. uh, let's talk about this film. As you were t- saying, when we talk about these films, we rate them on five different things. We have the film itself out of five and Hathaway's performance out of five the America's Sweet Tartometer how good is America's uh, how much of America's Sweet Tart is Anne Hathaway in this film uh, we then have the Anne's Man's List uh, which is a chron- chron- I keep saying chronological a numerical ranking uh, of every single one of Anne Hathaway's love interests uh, across her movies uh, and then of course we decide whether we are going to stash away this film whether this film uh, will galvanize humanity to fight back against the aliens uh, if you're wondering what that means listen mm-hmm. to a different episode um so I, I sort of got a lot of my gripes. I, I didn't laugh much at this film. Um, so I, I don't think the jokes are particularly good. I also got a lot of my gripes uh, out about this. I think in sure. 2019, there's just far too many fat phobics jokes in this. A lot of rebel, the, the a lot of the laughing is at the expense of or, or predicated upon uh, Rebel Wilson's size. And Anne Hathaway never really gets any of the same treatment. Like, if if there were a whole... Like, I'm not saying it would make it better, but if there were a whole bunch of, like, skinny jokes about Anne Hathaway or jokes... Or even just jokes about her being... There's one joke about her bum, Jamie. There's there's one one joke about her bum. Jumps in respect, all right? Here's what I find interesting, though. There's one inaccurate joke about her bum. In this house, we stand Anne Hathaway's bum, all right? All right, guys? Okay, we all pay some respect to women's bums. Um, um, or, but, uh, so I just want to finish that or even just high class jokes there aren't really any no, that many yeah. jokes making fun of the original concept of this which is high class low class yeah. now maybe that film doesn't age well as well but maybe if a film doesn't age well maybe you shouldn't just fucking make it anyway sure. what were you going to say Al? Uh, well, well two, uh, maybe, okay, a couple things um, one <laughs> is but 15 things in chronological order one <laughs> early in the podcast you inaccurately said 
I feel like you know Rebel Wilson is the victim here of like the producers, like the, like the pro- Rebel Wilson is one of the producers on this film, yeah, which I find interesting. And this is like I think there are like I think that's there is a so like it's interesting that Rebel Wilson is a clearly a like a she's she's not just a hired gun on this who's being made fun of by the script. She is someone who is working on the movie. She's someone who has a say in the film, and I yep. think this plays into Rebel Wilson's like style of comedy. I just think, in reality, like, I think it plays her, you know, I think a couple of the jokes, whatever, but there are a lot of them very much heavily, like, heavy to the beginning, which I think are kind of annoying. Interestingly, Rebel Wilson is the only one with a love interest in the film. Like, she, like, yep. for example, Anne Hathaway doesn't, Anne Hathaway is never really, like, sexually successful in this film. Um, although she seduces a couple guys at the beginning, towards the end of the movie, it's Rebel Wilson who's the successful one, really, with the yep. relationship with this dude. Yes, okay. we, we should have said that that despite the con, uh, the tech bro, when he comes back, does say, like, oh, no, actually, like, I I, I do like you, and they kiss, and then canonically at the my, end, they My thing is, I, uh, there is, like, hmm, I'm trying to think of the best way of framing this. Um, there's, recently there's been some, like, uproar about Sarah Paulson in American Crime Story Impeachment about the fact that like she wears a fat suit in the movie and plays a larger character and therefore took a role away from a larger actor um uh-huh which i'm like that's something I, I, which I, think this... I, I, I just i just want to say that uh men don't get criticized for that no Sarah Paulson I, I, gets criticized for it but men, men very regularly uh, will wear fat suits uh, and never get the same level of criticism, which yeah. is makes or, it or, or, bad or put criticism. on weight. Like like Christopher yeah. Bell puts on weight for a bunch of stuff, and no one really criticizes Christian Bell for it. Okay, cool. Um, I think there's a conversation to be had around like the uh, access that like larger actors get to audition for stuff, and yeah. I think that's a thing. I think my honest thing is that like I find it hard to get too up in arms about. Fat jokes because like I don't like them, but like th- they are so so pervasive in like the culture of my youth that like I'm it's one of those things where I'm like intellectually I'm like uh boring, but it yep. doesn't make me uh, boring and like uh just lazy and like I don't like it. it's not funny, but I do, I don't it doesn't anger me and I but I respect why it can anger people like I, I get why that can annoy people and I respect that. I think for me though like this film is. Uh, this film was around about the same category as The Intern for me, which is to say, like, there were a couple of jokes I liked, most of the jokes I didn't like, didn't find it particularly good. Um, what I didn't like is that the, there is no third act to this film. No. And, like, this film should be shorter in the first act, and then there should yeah, be an act yeah, the where they get revenge on the guy the who film. screwed them over, right? Like, the, it, yeah. it shouldn't be so, co- like, adherence to the original structure that it doesn't recognize the fact that having a guy beat these two women and then the guy say, actually, you're on my team now is not very... is is completely defined the point, I think, of why this film was originally commissioned. Like, that, that yeah. ending doesn't really work for... To, no, like, not at all. If, if, if a lot of the time with films where they take a male-led film and they cast females in it, a lot of the time the, the aim is female empowerment. It's yeah. let's take is... these things that are traditionally male roles and let's empower women and show that they can be uh, as strong in these roles to then completely undermine that. It's the opposite of female yeah. empowerment at the end of this film. No, I agree. And like, again, for all, I think the, for what I don't necessarily love about Ocean's 8, it doesn't do that. There is one male no. guy that, who isn't even included in the number of people doing the heist. Technically, it should be Ocean's 9, but there is one guy who's involved in the heist and that's it. 
Like yeah. That is... In fact, I think I think one of our main annoyances with Ocean's Eight was the female, the women were so empowered that nothing ever went wrong for them. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they took the female empowerment. So what these women saying, became so too strong. Exactly. I think I think we can agree that there's a there's a good you know halfway point between uh, you know women having no power and women having too much power. Too much right? power, of course. It's, it's got to find a nice balance. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, okay, um, clearly we, we criticize I, film well, films well. Uh, just like our ability to criticize, to not criticize, to understand America, so too we understand what women want in films. Um, yes, absolutely. No, and, and I, I, I just think the I, end, I, I would like no to defend once again. I would like, I would like to defend uh, myself as uh, a not sexist and say that my girlfriend also didn't like this film. <laughs> no, I, I, most people I know don't like this film. It's not. It wasn't well right, reviewed. Yeah. I don't think. Like, no. I think yeah, often because I, I do women, find that like, interesting. Sorry, I would feel worse about it if like it was really if like Ocean's Eight. It was one of those films that I think played much better for women than it does yes, for men. Yes, that's that's but, exactly what I was going to say. I yeah. think it was quite good that we had Alyssa to represent a completely different viewpoint on Ocean's Eight, which showed that it is enjoyed uh, by certain demographics more than others. Um, now the hustle. Did have anything. around about seventy five percent, I believe, of its audience was women, but I don't think many of them liked it. No. So I don't feel as bad about not having a woman on to also shit on this film. Yeah, I think I, we can shit on this film sure. just enough for all genders. Exactly. Like it's it's like imagine if like Ocean's Eight just had a bunch of jokes about Mindy Kaling being like not like stick thin. Like, that would just make yeah. the film worse. And, like, so yeah. too in this film. It's just, like, let's just shit on Rebel Wilson. It, it, it's... I just find it... But, but not equally. I they find it shit so on weird. Hathaway. So, like, and if it, if it yeah, did... It doesn't it shit on be, Anne Hathaway If it did, it would be slightly more... Because that's the thing. I assume in the original one, it's not just, like, Michael Caine is perfect in every way. Uh, yeah. And, and, like, uh, and Steve Martin is just a schlub who basically sucks. Like, yeah. I assume they would balance it out with, like, oh, both of them are weird in their own ways. I, anyway... I just, I'm giving it a two. You're giving it a two. Okay, right off the bat. Um, I think it is so weird to me that they decide to remake this film. And the film is already got baked in all of these class-based jokes. Mm -hmm. And they include and stick to, as far as I can tell, again, I've not seen the original, but they stick to many of these jokes, many of these plot points, almost word for word, you know, joke for joke. So why did they consider one of the most important changes for them to make to be making fun of Robert Wilson's size? It's really confusing to me why they made that decision. I, um, and I, as someone... Yeah, Karen? I mean, what I'm going to say is, like, again, Robert Wilson is a producer on this. Yeah. I just think... I, 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 am, not, I am not claiming whether... No, no, no. I, I, I will, no, 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 I will sure, retract sure, sure. my potential thing earlier of Rebel Wilson. Sure, no, 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 no. I, I get that. She's so not I, necessarily I, a victim within that, this, but... But that's my thing, right? Like... I think there are sometimes comedic actors who age out of the comedy, which sounds which sounds unfair, right? Like a film where like, hey, this is, you know, when you started off, this was your bit and people know you for this bit. And so you continue to do it. But eventually society stops seeing those jokes as super funny, but you continue to do the thing that got you success. Like Rebel Wilson in Pitch Perfect makes pretty much pretty similar jokes. Normally about herself. Other people, sometimes they're like mean characters who make it about her. But like- yeah. Also in Pitch Perfect, she's also meant to be quite cool. She has sex quite a lot. 
And like, yep. there are people who are attracted to her. And that's, yes, that's, that's how they get absolutely. around it. In this, 100%. there is it... someone who kind of is attracted to her, but they never kiss, really. She fucks one dude who just expresses just pure disgust about her. And she, it, the joke is always on her, rather than her owning the joke. The yes, absolutely. Very, and that's absolutely. Very, very good. Yeah. yeah, very good explanation of, of why I very much like Pitch Perfect and do yes. not like this. Even, even um, if there are similar jokes in both, in one it's owned, and in the other one it's just like people being a dick. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go for... Oh, I'm looking. So obviously, uh, dear listeners, I uh, famously give the decimal place. Uh, Alexander will only ever give whole numbers, and that allows me to compare these quite directly. Uh, and I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at. Uh, I'll talk you through my uh, my uh, thought process. I'm looking at Rio two at one point five, and I'm looking at passengers at one point two. Now, passengers I don't think either of those. Uh, See, it it feels like it should be around that area. This is maybe where my uh, my direct comparison (laughs) starts to fall apart because it 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 feels like it should be somewhere between that one and one one point five. But I think neither of them are. uh, Both of those films uh, aren't as actively angering to me as as this is. Um, I I think in terms of a I'm going to bump it down and it's going to be related to my Anne Hathaway rating. Uh, I'm going to give it a flat one. Um, because if nothing else, we are also an Anne Hathaway podcast, and I do not think this is a good uh, showing for Anne Hathaway. I I would like to make a plea, a desperate, desperate plea to Anne Hathaway, and that is, please get a better agent. I beg you. (laughs) She has been around this time for the last, oh, what? five years we've been reviewing maybe slightly less than that been making some just being in some awful fucking movies yeah. and most of the time most of the time she still manages to show her incredible talent so in oceans eight she's great she understands it she's really good i you liked colossal a lot more than i did it's potentially sure. unfair to include that in the negatives but she is better than the film for me. She sure. is not the thing that I dislike about that. In the intern and and in and in Interstellar again, not, not Interstellar, not particularly a, a bad film, but she's shown recently that it's not that she's suddenly lost all of her fucking talent. No, she's not it's... like Samson where she went into Les Mis, cut off all her hair, and <laughs> suddenly forgot how to act. So I. Beg her. Anne Hathaway, I think you have a Meryl Streep fucking career in you. But please get a better fucking agent. And so not only because she chose this, but also because I don't particularly like the accent. I think the character really has no depth at all. Really at all. That's potentially based on writing and directing. But again, she chose to be in this. I'm going to give her a one. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to give her a two, partly because I find it funny enough in this. I do agree that, like, Anne Hathaway is making movies like she's bankrupt and needs to pay for her bankruptcy. Um, <laughs> and, like, that's, uh, like... And sh- I'm it's pretty not that sure are, she's the, not. <laughs> so, so of, you know, which, again, from 2019 to, what, 2012, his name is, there are maybe... Three films in there I like, which is like Dark Knight, maybe, and one I think is fine. Dark, uh, Dark, Knight, Dark Knight Rises was before late. Dark Knight Rises was before Les Mis. Okay, sure. So you have Les Mis, then basically what, Interstellar. Um, I like 
Colossal. And then Colossal. I, I can, I can and, then I, and, then so since... and then and then people like Ocean's Eight, even if I don't. Yeah. Um, okay. So let let let's let's just give people a quick recap. Since Les Mis, Don John, Song uh, One, Rio Two, Don Quixote, Interstellar. We'll ignore Hit Record and Jenny Lewis. That little passing projects, whatever. Uh, the Intern, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Colossal, Ocean's Eight, Serenity, The Hustle. If we're talking about of Anne Hathaway's talent level, coming off of mm-hmm. an Oscar win in a huge blockbuster movie like Les Mis there is one film that matches that level and that is Interstellar fine Ocean's 8 is well well liked by uh, by some people and not by others but it's not blockbuster big massive success I'm an Oscar winning fucking actress but but, I mean mean, here's I guess I will will flip this round and say like unfortunately I think like Anne Hathaway like a number of actresses is screwed by the fact that no one's making decent rom-coms anymore like she, so at that, least at least that's big true. And actually, I I did discuss this as a more industry trend. Uh, many women struggle with the age bracket that she's currently in yeah. because there are loads of roles at that age, at sort of mid twenties, early twenties, yeah. and then there's loads of roles once you become mum age. But, but here's uh, the thing, and and I, this is clearly deliberate on her part, right? Anne Hathaway has been for the last. Yeah, since since Les Mis, really, like in Les Mis, she plays a mum, right? Like since Les Mis, Anne Hathaway has been in Hollywood terms, would just be playing mums, and she hasn't. Yep. And I think that's very deliberate that she has not just yep, been playing I mums. Agree. And I think that's I respect the shit out of that, and I wish you would just have enough money and go make indie movies because you're a good actor and there are roles for you. They're just not roles in like traditional studio fare right now. And I think you should yeah. just do do what like do the kind of the classic. Uh, I am a dude actor who got overexposed a bit too much thing, and just go make a shit ton of it. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal did it right. Like you went, you made it too many like mainstream movies. People didn't like them. You go off, you make a bunch of indie movies, and then you come back to making big movies. Uh, another equivalent of that is uh, God, uh, shitty cannibal um, Army Hammer. But he basically did the same thing, right? It's it's the 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 career arc for male actors who were in a couple of big flops. Is you go off and you make a bunch of indie movies with like interesting directors, and then people are interested in you again, and then you make a bunch of big movies and get paid for that. I I respect the shit out of Anne Hathaway getting paid. I wanted to get paid. I wanted to you know I, I think she's great. I think she deserves as much money as can be possible. But I wish as an artist she would be in some more interesting movies like Colo- yeah. like for, all, for for all the problems of the Colossal right. It is a it's indie movie absolutely one hundred percent really interesting. And I movie. wish she would just do that for like. A decade. I wish you just yeah, do those I, movies for a decade. Do a Robert Pattinson. Just go do weird shit for ages, and then come back I, to making big movies. I think. I think that is a very good word to use for what is lacking from most of Anne Hathaway's yeah. filmography. Is interesting. She's had some big successful uh, teen films. <laughs> maybe i'm being unfair to call them not interesting but they they are what they are they're, they're not out there they're teen movies they're very good fun for what they are we've got a few in that early time like broke back mountain rachel getting married even passengers to an extent i would say is an interesting movie yeah, it's not, not very, it's not a very good movie sure. but it's an interesting movie um and then the the sort of level of moving away from things we've seen before, more interesting out there, bold decisions. You know, I've been to drama school. They tell you make bold decisions. It's like the first thing they tell you. It's 
actually very bad advice. But <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, Anne Hathaway needs to come back to her roots and make those bold decisions again. Um, because I think we both agree she has phenomenal talent. And I i was not being facetious. I think no. absolutely she could age into a Meryl Streep type yeah. actress who is just absolutely heralded as one, one of the best of her generation. Sure. And I, I just, and I, again, I understand that like Meryl Streep had a perfect chance where they were making the right kind of movies at the time that Meryl Streep came around. Right. Yeah. And, but they are still making good movies. It's just less of a big, it's, it's, they're just small budget movies. And like, yeah. I just want you to go across. I want you to have like a do the Juliet Binoche thing. Go do a bunch of weird movies. Go work. You know, be Robert Pattinson if you can. Go work with weird ass people. Um, in, in small roles, big roles, who cares? But just, just you know, go do smart and please, because you're great. You're great. You're great. <laughs> Obviously, you're great. I think can, you're fantastic. Can you? I mean, also just do it for us because we're desperately sad reviewing all these movies. Yeah. So, so really, uh, Anne Hathaway should do it for I, us. Is what uh, I'm yeah, saying. I give her two because I like Anne Hathaway. I, I think she's yeah. fine. Like she's um, the the America's Sweet Tartometer. She is playing a. a posh con artist rich person um i'm 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 not i'm not giving her an Amer- high on the america sweetheart sometimes uh we have they of course hate the brits they especially hate the brits with their silly accents which she has very yeah. much one of uh i'm gonna give it a strong 0.5 here's my issue she of course lost to avengers uh and america's love america loves the avengers uh and she also lost uh to detective pikachu and america hates losing to uh the japanese uh so you know as such uh of course she's unfortunately this film not that she made money so it's not a failure but you know i'll give it like a two i think it's it's you know um we then of course got the ands mans and are we going to include uh the 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 tech bro i i i i I, I mean you you yeah you include fucking everyone in this i'm expecting you to include a fucking lamppost at some point here's here's my thing i i think narratively he's rebel wilson's love interest um, yep. And therefore, I don't consider her, him really tangentially love interested related to. Fantastic! Her. No, I think I think Anne Hathaway in this might be meant to be gay. I'm not quite sure. I, I'd be much more interesting if she was. Um, I don't think, but it's not uh, yeah, uh, not particularly explored deeply uh, if she is. Um, cool. So we are left with uh, the most important question of all, which is: Alexander, are you going to stash away this film? No. No, of course not. I will. I will be joining you in your lack of uh, stashing away this film. Uh, we do not believe that this film will galvanise humanity to fight back against the aliens. And therefore, Alexander, when we don't stash away something, we must present something else to galvanise humanity to fight back against the aliens. What is that going to be for you this week? Uh, of course, uh, what I'm talking about uh, is a little food stuff known as curry. All right, you know, I'm talking about like little little, little Japanese curry, like a like katsu curry kind of thing. Mm, good shit. All right, but we're fighting back against the aliens. We need some hearty food. It's gonna be cold out there in the recesses of space. What are we gonna eat? A nice katsu curry. Fantastic. What about you, Jamie? Uh, mine is also culinary based. Uh, it is fan assisted ovens. Uh, I've taken them them for granted too long in my life. I have learned. I have moved into this uh, new flat a few weeks ago. Uh, and we have a gas oven. Uh, and not only do we have a gas oven, uh, we have a particularly bad gas oven uh, that really struggles to get even close to uh, 200 degrees Celsius, which is uh, an- another number in Fahrenheit, you American swine. Um, but uh, it makes cooking really fucking suck. Uh, I was uh, hosting at the weekend, uh, or last, when, when, when was I hosting? 
was it was last week i last think weekend. anyway um uh, i had my housewarming uh i was planning on making some lovely cocktail sausages it was my mum's recipe i was really excited um uh, they're really good they're honey, they honey mustard they are good i miss them the, 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 i don't the, miss my family but i do miss james <laughs> um uh always always go down a treat uh and they were in that oven for all oh, 40 minutes just weren't weren't, even, weren't browning wasn't we didn't get that crisp had to, had to eventually just give up give out some anemic fucking toes i wasn't happy about it other people seem to like it uh but, uh, but you knew, I, Jamie, having having you having tasted olympus yeah, yeah having tasted olympus uh it, to, to come that back down uh to uh my my meek attempt uh was very sad and i blame the oven um so uh i i apologize to fan assisted ovens uh, across the country that i've used before and and not known how good i had it um so I believe fan assisted of it. Okay, it's again, can but I, I, can I change what I'm putting in my blanks bank? Sure. Uh, of course, uh, I'm changing it from Curry to uh, Jamie Jones Photography. I have gotten some photos uh, framed recently, which we're going to put up on the wall. And of course, oh. uh, one of them is a photo Jamie took of my graduation, of uh, me uh, standing in <laughs> the uh, North Sea uh, that will be going up somewhere around my house. And uh, Jamie has always been a brilliant photographer uh, who takes some oh. lovely photos. And I Thank really you very much. Haven't done it for a while because uh, I haven't been outside. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I can get just, back just on Just taking up the same photo of Miles every day for the last <laughs> two years. Uh, um, dear God, Alexander, we said we were going to do this in an hour and we have not. Yep. So we should get the fuck out of here um you can join us next week when we are go or for us uh, around about five minutes time um where we are going to be talking about modern love the tv anthology series uh, and spoiler alert we might be in a better mood when we talk about it which is slightly slightly more enjoyable it's always fun to watch things that are, uh, are well made and well written and well acted um so join us for that and dear alexander what can they do uh, between now and next week guys download the podcast tell your friends uh listen enjoy all this shit and have a good time this weekend all right well, well tuesday all right you have a good tuesday guys all right you know have a little cocktail treat yourself no if it's like seven in the morning but like tonight have a cocktail all right love yourself have a great day. Was that was that it? You, okay, yeah. that that. Uh, sorry, I I fully muted my microphone. I needed to reply to someone on Facebook. You normally go for a little bit longer than that. Uh, so let's get out of here so I can uh, send one of my friends a message about how I can steal his HBO Max. Uh, so from me, Jamie, and my co-host Al, that's one more app in the bank. Is it morally better to heist or con? Probably heist, right? I want to be a heist man. I want to be a heist. Screw this. I'm going to Ocean's 8 this shit. Well, I'm going to Ocean's 8 this podcast. I have, I have an easy answer for you. Uh, a heist targets a corporation normally, uh, whereas a con targets a person. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I bring down the corporations. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> exactly. Blank spank. <laughs> <laughs>